So, hey, everybody, uh, Hamer and uh, our uh, and our other friends, James and Raymond, uh, we thought we would talk about this nifty little thing since that's the day after uh, Valentine's Day, the hypnotic phenomena that we call the love trance. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt your heart uh, or your it feels like your body is on a roller coaster because you've gotten into a new relationship and you know, you got butterflies floating around all of your head, it, all around your head and all of that stuff. And your heart beats fast every time that you think about this girl or this guy. And that's what we're calling the love trance, because it's not like you're being hypnotized. You are being hypnotized and you are doing it. And then we thought we'd talk about like how it is specifically that people are doing this. Do you want to continue? And what happens, we'll do this at the end, but what happens if your relationship goes away? Because you've seen people that have been just heartbroken and lovesick and, blow, you know, la, la, or uh, somebody who's been married to their partner for 30, 40, 50 years, and they go and they just don't know what to do. So I thought we'd talk about this. James or Hamer or Greg or Raymond, if you guys want to add anything before we get started or not. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's get started. Let's talk about Brenda. Brenda is caught up in the whirlwind of a new romance. And throughout the day, she's thinking about her partner and talking to herself about how amazing everything might be. And the words that she's using are all in present tense, just like it's happening now. She's yakking with her friends or talking about it, and she can't help but share all of the wonderful things that he does and says. And it kind of sounds like you're watching a, uh, a, a episode of Sex in the City where they're just going on and over and over again. And... It is what we do, and I don't want anybody to think that what we're doing is a bad thing, but it might be real, it might be a real good idea to talk about how we're doing that. Okay, so just for a minute, just for a minute, I want you to think about and focus all of your energy on somebody special. This is what we're going to call the self-induction. And we're just going to zoom in on that person and make them your world's shining star. So think about that. So if you've got that, if you got that picture in your head, start noticing all of the things that are good about them, their laugh, their kindness, and just keep just keep all of those you know, thoughts, right, you know, right here in the center, you know, they get me, or they're so kind. And then I want you to start shifting and let all of those warm, fuzzy feelings take over. And this is where the love magic actually happens. Every time that you have a positive thought about this person, you're nurturing this trance, you're nurturing, like planting a seed and watching it grow and petting it and stuff like that. And this sets up the stage of building the image of your beloved 
and making them the hero in your heart story. And let's make it stronger, shall we? <laughs> just for just for fun. So yeah, I see, I see that's what's going on. But yeah, the way that this actually works is with my favorite hypnotic phenomena, repetition. You may have heard me say this before. Repetition's hypnotic. Repetition's hypnotic. Repetition's hypnotic. And and that's literally what it is that people are doing to thinking about somebody over and over and over makes your feelings grow and get deeper and get more entrenched in, in whatever it is that you're doing, deepening this love trance. Now let's add to it. You know, do you have a favorite song? Do they do they laugh in an interesting way that just touches your heart more? And I see James is getting into this. <laughs> Absolutely. And when you're chatting with your friends about your special someone, this amplifies your feelings. So every story, every laugh, every text message just adds these layers over and over again until... And it can be such that that this person who may have been a complete stranger two weeks ago is now the most important thing in your life. You're ready to quit your job, sell all your stuff and move to Bali. And you did it. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing that makes it interesting. And then for all of you NLP fans out here, let's do some fun stuff. Let's add some submodalities. But first, what's a submodality? Good question. Submodalities are specific qualities of our thoughts. Perceptions shape how we experience emotions. They're like settings on your TV set, your brightness, contrast, volume, the how close the picture is, how you hear the sound. Is it in surround sound? And just for fun, we're going to add submodalities. So uh, please pick somebody that you actually want to like. Okay, uh, so first we're going to do visual. I want you to imagine an image of your loved one's smile. Yeah, and then make it brighter and then make it more detailed and then just adjust the, uh, the visual, which makes your memory more powerful. Or picture a memorable place that you both visited with enhanced colors, sharper details. And then we're going to move to auditory. Think about a conversation with your loved one. And what I want you to do is hear their voice with more clarity, more warmth. If it's a male voice, deepen the voice. If it's a female voice, make it more melodic. And just imagine the sound of their laughter, not just as a background, but a clear, joyful sound that fills you with happiness. And you just amplify the, so the sound in your mind and it intensifies the emotions that you associate with them. And then the last one is, I want you to intensify the feeling. Think about a moment of closeness. Feel the warmth and safety that you felt. Or remember a gesture of kindness from them. 
that enhances your feeling of gratitude and love. Because I want you to understand how these submodalities, by adjusting your submodalities, we can intensify, we can enrich our emotional experience. Now, if you're married like, like I am, I want to do this on a regular basis so that I so that I feel that same amount of love for my lovely bride as the day we connected. And I think it's a good thing. Because continuous engagement rituals that you do and repetition that we do keeps your love alive. I have seen so many people that they have been in a relationship for a, re a really long time and they have forgotten how they got there. And they've forgotten that they used to go on long walks. They used to interact with, with their partner and flirt. You know, I tell couples, you have a license to flirt nonstop with your partner. And doing these rituals and doing the and doing these behaviors, particularly anniversaries, birthdays, holidays, this is what helps keep your love alive because it creates emotional anchors that Every time, you know, that every time that that holiday comes around, every time that that ritual is you know, performed, you, you get that feeling again. And then the final thing, this is nailing, nailing the coffin shut is weaving a shared story or metaphor. Okay, so James, I'll keep picking on you. Think about your lovely bride and think about the stories that you have. And today I have a challenge for you is I want you to add a new chapter to your door, to your love story where, you know, after you've created this new story, I want you to share it with her and start building a shared narrative, making that trance not just longer, but richer and more meaningful. And I happen to know that you've been married for years. And so, you know, it, it would be much better to have a happy marriage than it would be to have an unhappy marriage. Cause I don't know about you, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm married. I'm going to stay that way. And so to me, it's, it matters by continuously engaging in the love narrative and celebrating it through rituals and shared experiences, we don't just extend the duration of this emotional trance. We enrich it. And we, and you've heard me talk about thought virus. We infect others with our love trance where they're going, I want, I want that, what that guy has. And if you watch this video over and over again, you can have that. The cycle of reinforcement or the or the uh, hypnotic phenomena called repetition and revisiting your love trance on a regular basis is going to like make sure that your love grows and it flourishes and it will hold you through tougher times. All right. Now, any, well, first of all, any questions until before we move ahead? Yes, sir.
if I can unmute my mic. Um, so this the repetition that we're doing and the and the that's creating a a, a deepening. Uh, that that reminds me or it likens to um to fractionation. Wouldn't you mm -hmm. agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a law of compounding in effect there as well, isn't it? Yeah. It is, and it's it's interesting because it's it's uh, as you're as you're adjusting those uh, or layering on those submodalities, it's it's deepening, but it's also it's fractionation because you're 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 coming up and going down, coming up, going down. You know, so I like I like it. Absolutely. Now I, I will say, and, and it, I hope I don't get scolded. Girls are better at this than we are. Girls are much better at. They do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, because they do it a lot. And, and boys, you know, like, do you love your wife? Sure. It's like a little more information. Dude. So I, I really think that it, that guys could benefit from watching this video and go through this process again. Be, because we just, you know, without practice, we don't master anything. And I, and I think that this would be a good strategy for i think that you can use this with a uh, significant other yeah i think that you could use this uh if you have a problem teenager that you know teenagers but i've had four of them yeah and and they can be problematic and if you find yourself and we're going to get to the negative part of this here in a second uh but if if you start focusing on those positives and you start inducing those submodality changes and stuff not only does that a tra trance affect you it also affects the other person all right so let's let, let's do the flip side of this and I don't, I don't want to take up too much of, of everybody's time but sometimes things happen sometimes people get sick and die some people sometimes people get divorced sometimes People meet and they have all this, all this spark and energy, but they are a complete mismatch. And hopefully, you know, they are intelligent enough to go, you know what, this is a mismatch. Let's be friends. Let's do something, but let's get out of what we're involved in. And just as we can immerse ourselves in love, we also have the power to gently guide ourselves out of the love trance without that real hard break and one and we're going to do it the exact same way and i'm going to uh suggest that rather than yeah you, know, you use yeah you know, using the example that we did a minute ago don't use that one pick somebody else that, <laughs> that that you really want to feel neutral about and we're going to shift our focus by redirecting our thoughts and energy inward self-care new hobbies friendships and we're going to gradually lessen the emotional hold of that past uh relationship this does not mean that you have to forget it or give yourself amnesia that's a totally different video uh but it gives yourself permission to grow beyond the relationship and and uh, raymond when we get done here i, I, I want to re uh iterate that conversation that you had with that fellow that had a curse, if you recall. 
this is the this is you're part of why why I wanted to do this because you did this conversationally with a fellow. Uh, but I want I don't know if you know the exact steps, but we, the, this is what we're going to, going to do. So you think about somebody that was in your life and they're not necessarily in your life anymore, or they they need to go away. Shift the lens from like a view of them. I want you to shift out to a wider view so that the person is still in the view, but now you have a wider frame. Now we're going to, now we're going to shift the submodalities. We're going to like, you know, so we're going to go from like, if you have really, really intense feelings, whether they're love or anger or what, whatever it is, I just want you to take the dial and turn down the intensity of the feelings. If you have visual images or visual memories, what I would like you to do, the very first thing is I'd like you to shift them off to the left if you're right-handed, if you're right-handed, if you're left-handed, shift them off to your right. And I want you to dim the, the memories visually, and I want you to change the tone of your inner dialogue and there's a whole bunch of ways that you can do that you can play circus music you can turn the volume off where you can't hear them speaking there's a whole wide variety of things that you can do and then we're going to uh, move to repetition of empowerment so by repeating and by creating new rituals and repeating affirmations of your self-worth, of you envisioning a future and reinforce a sense of independence and strength and, and see that person moving further and further and further out of your view. So what, wherever past is to you, for, for me, past is that away, okay? But if you've got somebody, what I want you to do is I want you to mentally move them. And as they move, and I'm, I'm going my direction, so, you know, you make your choice. Uh, as you move them further and further and further out to the horizon, they get smaller and smaller and smaller until they're just a dot on the horizon. And tonight, while you're sleeping and dreaming, I want your maintenance crew to go out there on the horizon, get them, and move them all the way to the back of your mind to where they're just not there anymore. Now, if this is somebody who's going to remain in your life and you still want to maintain them or friendship, you know, don't move them back there. You know, you can leave them out on the horizon or you can move them in or in and out on the on your past horizon to where they are available but they, they're far enough away that they don't have any effect on you. And I would also like to acknowledge that this happens, you know, in, in terms of grief as well. You know, if for somebody who's been married for a really long time and they lose their partner, one of the things that's happening is they're probably still doing their rituals, but that person's not there. So one of the things that I would recommend is, is take the time to write out or think about the rituals that you've done and find a replacement 
a, a replacement part, a replacement person, a replacement thing that fulfills that strategy until you start making some new ones. So we're, we're going to do some Q&A here, but I, I wanted to invite you, you know, the, the listeners, to become an observer to your own heart and mind. I just want you to notice the patterns that you naturally do that lead you to love and the strategies that help you step back into it when it's necessary. And just use this awareness. You know, feel free to watch this video multiple times so that you can get the steps done done and whether you're in love or you're out of love this strategy will help contribute to your growth and happiness now uh before we go do we have any uh, any questions comments discussion raymond i do want to talk to you You know, it, it's uh, it's interesting to me, Michael, that you were talking about uh, about moving people on the you know on the timeline, if you want to call it that, moving them you know uh, to the because I'm 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 left handed, but I do all my hypnosis uh, right handed, <laughs> I guess so, um, because my past, like you, is my past is to my left and my future is to my right, mm -hmm. and so uh, it's interesting to me when I when I move uh, people or things or goals or whatever but let's stick with people um mm -hmm. on that timeline to the you know way out to the left into the past it's interesting how the all those submodalities fade but it's also interesting to me uh I'm, i meant to mention this when we were talking about the positive things but also the you know the the things that you're mm -hmm. trying to fade that um finding that driver submodality, you know, that mm -hmm. and the driver submodality being the one that when you shift it, all the others fall like dominoes mm -hmm. with it or grow with it. If you're doing, you know, mm -hmm. positive things or what have you, it's just, uh, I, I, I think that warrants mentioning because it's, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I do a lot of work with submodalities and, uh, mm -hmm. and, and when you find that one that just kicks all the other ones in the butt and drags them along with it, yeah. uh, it's just a neat thing, you know? And so, so I found that that for me it's kinesthetic with mm -hmm. this with this with this uh, uh, this person from the past. So by taking all of the 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 sensation out of it, as I move them to the past, everything else just faded. Everything faded. Mm -hmm. The sound, the the vision, everything. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just wanted to mention that. Uh, I, and and I'm and I'm really visual. So for for me, location is really. Important. So when I yeah, so when I move them way over there, all the other all, all of the other submodalities, the kinesthetics and the and the auditories, you know, it just makes sense if somebody's five hundred yards over there and they're talking in a normal voice, you're not going to hear them. <laughs> okay, but but yeah, that's that's interesting that you that that you do it kinesthetically. I wish we had somebody that did it auditorily, where they turn the volume down and all the submodalities shift, but. But great point and play with that and see what happens and message us and, and tell us, you know, what you're doing. And now, and Raymond, if you have time, I want to throw you under the bus with that guy that you were talking, uh, that you were talking to that had a cursed item. And mm -hmm. if you could just like do a quickie 
uh, story on that. Sure thing. So, uh, is my auto coming through better now? Um, you're a little muddy, but that's okay. But basically, uh, there's a guy I know, and at one point he uh, invited me in to talk, and we started talking about some very deep subjects. Uh, came around that an ex had left him with a cursed item that he wasn't allowed to get rid of uh, for various reasons, and it was just this all kinds of bad vibes painting. And he obviously didn't want it in his house because it was a reminder of her, and it was just the painting itself was just all kinds of bad energy attached to it. And so talking through with him, I learned about some of the things that were keeping it anchored to him, some of the connection points. And so I went through, mm -hmm. talked through his beliefs and why she probably didn't follow through in a way that would make the curse valid and how he is going to be able to learn a lesson from this going forward. And so I uh, just made sure he felt safe, made sure that he was secure, made sure that uh, there wasn't even necessarily a suggestion of getting rid of the painting. That was back burner. It's just that no matter what he did, he would improve from it. And that was kind of my mindset going through it. And, and do you happen to recall what, her, what the driver was? Um... In terms of what exactly, like why he's keeping the painting, or uh, well, what, once you once you depotentialize the girl, it also depotentialize the the object, or did yes, you do it very it much seem to, or did you do it in the reverse? I depotentialized her. I sort of discredited her motivation and skill going into it, and that I think mm -hmm. neutralized the threat of the curse. Cool. So if you want to hear this a full video, Raymond and I did a video called Are You Cursed? Which I highly recommend. You can go to YouTube and you can find it. I want to thank everybody for uh, being on today. Uh, if this was interesting to you, I, I would like you to consider joining the Michael Harris uh, Hypnosis Mastermind. I'll put a link in the comments and stuff like that. But uh, we're just going to be exploring different stuff. Uh, hopefully, I won't be the only one talking uh, next time. Or some, if any of you guys come up with an idea and stuff, let's just let's throw it out there because there are a lot of practitioners out there and you guys have got great stories and I want to hear all of them. So uh, we'll talk to you guys later and see you soon.